each and every one of us, what the Lord does every time we have an opportunity to have an engagement with him, which should be daily, as Paul said, that he died daily. But in Titus 3, it reads from 3 to 5, For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lust and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after the kindness and the love of God, who is Jesus, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us just stand to our feet as we go ahead and usher in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. As we usher in the people unto the presence of God. Hallelujah.
You're coming.
Goulson, wonderful to have you with us tonight, our World Network of Prayer District Director, our East Southeast Director, and to preach to us, our, my neighboring pastor for the last 20 years, and I love him so much, we, there's, uh, it's, it's just been very easy. Uh, pastor next door, I would say to Brother Holland. I hope it has the same. The first time I met him, I was a young minister getting my license in the United Pentecostal Church. I attended a mandatory training event, and I, I didn't know a lot of people in Georgia at that time. I was pretty new to the Holy Ghost. It was 1998, I believe, in November, and. Uh, Brother Holland got up there and preached and ministered deeply into my spirit and into the call of God that was upon my life. The, the one thing I will say that I remember from that was he was talking about you've got to go wherever the call of God takes you. He said he went from an urban area with traffic jams to Glenville. And he said the only traffic jam in Glenville, Georgia would be when the armadillo decided to cross the road. And, uh, so all the way from Glenville, Georgia, I'm excited to have Bishop Holland come minister the Lord. God's only spoken to him. You know that. Let's give, give him a hand as he comes. Give the Lord a hand. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord together. Can we praise God? He's worthy. He's worthy. I want to be renewed. Anybody else want to be renewed? I want to be renewed in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Turn around, shake your neighbor's hand, and say, Something's about to happen. Good deal. Amen. It is wonderful to be here tonight. You can be seated for a minute here. Amen. It is great to be with you tonight. Thank you for the invitation. Pastor Crutchfield and whoever had anything to do with it, God bless you. And uh, we want to be a blessing. I brought my iPad with me. And uh, <clears throat> I have an iPad, actually. Anybody else got one? Yes, sir. And, uh, but I don't trust it. I was doing a funeral and it died. And... Uh, the Lord help me get through it. Two weeks later, I was preaching and it died again. Two deaths, that's enough. So I bring my trusted. Only problem I have with this is interpreting what I wrote. Amen. But maybe we'll be all right tonight. It is good to be here. And we want to be renewed in the power and the spirit of the Lord. I believe the Lord has uh, given me something to share with us. And uh, I say us because I'm... I want all God's God as well. Amen. Praise God. Six of us. Praise God. That's a start. That's a start. That'll work. Praise God, isn't it? But I want to share some things with us tonight from the Word of the Lord on this very first night of prayer conference. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about prayer, Sister Golson. Read a lot about it. Write about it dream about it, but it's time to do it now. Amen. It's time to engage now, isn't it? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to share a scripture with us. I want to talk to us tonight about two things, intercessors 
and then lessons from a prophet. How to believe God. How many needs the help of God to help you believe that God can do what he said he'll do? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand together and we'll read some scripture and then we'll get right to the subject at hand. Amen. Isaiah chapter 60. Glad to have some of our Glenville folk here tonight. Amen. Reinforcements. Y'all better help me. Amen. Isaiah 60 verse 1 and 2. Arise and shine. For thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Say this with me. The glory, glory of, the Lord of the Lord has risen, has risen on, me. on me. Amen. Look at verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. That's where we are. And gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Amen. God, we thank you tonight for your presence in this house. I thank you for the needs you're going to meet tonight. I thank you for the doors you're going to open tonight. I thank you for the hearts you're going to strengthen tonight. I thank you for the prayer answering you're going to do for us tonight. And above all, I thank you, Lord, that you have put your spirit in us and upon us. Let us use it wisely for your kingdom in this hour. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want us to look at this for a few minutes tonight. And I want to talk to us, first of all, about a call for intercessors. Anybody know what an intercessor is? Someone that stands in the gap, that passes between, to act between parties with a view to reconcile those who differ in their content to mediate on behalf of. God is calling for intercessors. Amen. Gross darkness. How many agree with that? Gross darkness is now upon the earth. Uh, spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh, things are happening as never before. We're seeing things happen. And where is the church? We've got to get woke up. we got to get up. we got to show up. we got to fill up so we can give out and do what God has called us to do. Amen. So let me just talk a little bit about intercessors tonight, and then we'll move from there. Amen. Everything God ever created has a purpose. What is a purpose? Well, it is simply the reason something is created. It's done or exists. Amen. If you ever wonder what your purpose is, we are here for a purpose. We're here tonight to be renewed, to be strengthened, but yet our greater purpose is ahead of us yet. God has allowed us to be alive at this time. Hello. Amen. At this time, and he's depending on us as his church to let light shine through us and to take dominion and authority and power over the spirits of darkness. And we have the authority to drive them back them back and let the power of God flow and move and bless. So our purpose isn't to join the Feast of Believe Club. Our purpose isn't just to look good. Our purpose isn't just to paddicate for Jesus just right. Amen. Our purpose isn't to sleep through it all. We are to be frontline warriors for the kingdom of God. Amen. Pushing back the night and seeing the power of the Holy Ghost move and work in our lives. Amen. So the question, first of all, 
allow God to use us? That's a question you and I are going to have to answer. To be an intercessor, you have to be willing to go into enemy territory. Some of our families are in enemy territory. Some of our churches are in enemy territory. Amen. Gross darkness, says the prophet, is covering the earth. And darker days are ahead. Things are happening that have never happened before. And they're going to continue to happen. Amen. But I, I got a word of prophecy to share with you. I wasn't going to do it because I said, I told you when I gave it to you, share it everywhere you go. So if you don't want it, you blame God. Don't get mad with me, okay? Amen. It's about our nation, America. Prophetic word of the Lord. America is wounded, but she will recover. Provided the people of God have some things to correct for this to happen. God's not looking to the unbeliever. God's not looking to the government. God's not looking to the military army and all the forces. Thank God for all that. God is looking at his church. Hey, there's something you got to do. There's something I want you to do. I want to put something on you that's going to make a difference. Amen. Here's what he said. Amen. First of all, we must lead the way in repentance. And that doesn't mean I'm... I feel bad that I got caught. Huh? I've never felt bad about eating banana pudding. It's the will of God. Has to be. And I do most of the time eat more than I need to, but thank God I repent later. Now, if I, I, all I can say is I just hope the Lord don't come between the last bite and before I can pray, forgive me, Lord. I believe it. Anyway, he said we play a part in this. We must lead the way in true repentance. We must set the stage for prayer and true repentance and fasting and praying. God said, I'm going to give you my church. I've given you anointing. I've given you my name. I've given you my word. I've decreed it. It's going to happen. But before it can happen, there's got to be a connection. There's got to be a connecting to the spirit realm of God and letting God move and bless in our lives. So we've got to do that. Number two, everything will be shaken that can't be shaken. We're seeing that happen. As I speak to us tonight, the Middle East is in an uproar. War is impending, and the prophet of God said it's going to happen, and you can count on it, it will. But yet God wants to put light and anointing and strength and power in us like we've never known before. Everything's going to be shaken. People are going to be shaken. Listen, the church is going to be shaken. So we've got to examine ourselves. And let the Lord examine us. That went over good. You won't get in trouble examining yourselves. Don't try to straighten everybody else out till you get straight. Hallelujah. Somebody said, how do I know when I'm straight? The Lord will let you know. Hallelujah. Amen. So we, we've got to lead the way. We've got to have faith in God and in his word. Hallelujah. And then there, there is an end time harvest, the Spirit said. He said, there is a harvest. The door is already open. The devil can't stop it. The gates of hell can't stop it. The government can't stop it. Nobody can stop it except my people. And he said, I will not allow that to happen. 
told me, he said, you quit praying for harvest. Start gathering. Start gathering. I'll tell you how to do that in just a little bit, okay? Praise God. So the door is open. He said, the door is open and no man's going to shut it. I want that to sink in. You got loved ones lost? You need to intercede for them. Amen. You need to get equipped tonight to go into enemy territory and drag them out, as it were, in the spirit. Now, you can't make them live for God, but you can pray enough and bind enough devils and release enough glory and release enough blessing and enough anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. And quit singing the blues. Woe is me. Woe is me. No, no. I'm blessed getting up. I'm blessed laying down. He said, now I'm going to put it on ministry because they need it badly. And I said, yes, Lord, I do. Amen. He said, but I'm going to anoint ministry. I'm going to anoint every believer. Because in essence, every believer has some level of ministry. You know people that nobody else knows. Amen. Say amen. I don't know about you, but maybe you don't know where I come from, but I do. I, amen. Maybe you didn't see me when I was messed up, but I still remember how messed up I was, how misdirected I was. Hallelujah. Thank God he brought me out. get your mouth cleaned up. I said, okay, Lord, what are you talking about? He said, you need to let my spirit censor what you're speaking before you speak it. He said to me, he said, in this last hour, Satan is not the worst enemy. He said, my people are their own worst enemy. He brought it to my attention. He said, you did it years ago and I finally got it through your head to start talking right. He said, they get down and pray and ask me to do something and get up and walk out and say, I didn't feel God. He must not. Then they talk themselves right out of it. Uh, we got to know in whom we believe. And we got to be persuaded he is able to do above and beyond. 
and forbid her to speak because he was an intercessor. Abraham prayed for Sodom and his nephew never even thanked him for praying for him. And he owed his life to him. That's what self-centeredness and carnality will do to you. It'll make you think everybody owes you. Okay? Amen. I got to walk. I got to cramp my foot. Praise God. Amen. Feel a little cramp in spirits right now. Come on now. Yes, Lord. Yes. Praise God. We got to get a right concept. Lord spoke to me. He said, my end time church in America, he said, they're doing a little better everywhere else, but America is so blessed. My people are so blessed that they worship the blessing more than they worship me. Amen. Listen to me. Listen. He said, they worship me on Sunday and date aisles all week long and wonder why they're not seeing the miracle working power of my hand and my spirit and my anointing. Praise God. Hey, we got to let the Holy Ghost get a hold of us. I'm just here to tell you, you can't love everybody until you let the Holy Ghost get a hold of you. Amen. You can't pray like you need to pray until you let the Holy Ghost get a hold of you. Got to intercede. Got to hold on. Amen. Lot didn't have gumption enough to realize he owed his life to his uncle. You'll pray for a lot of people that will never thank you. But don't worry about it. God will bless you. God will bless you. God will bless you. Say amen. Hallelujah. Went through a time. We was having a hard time. And, and uh, I was praying, Lord, let, let the people help us. And all at once, somebody knocked on my door. And it was somebody I didn't know. And uh, they said, I, I brought something for you, Pastor. I said, okay, thank you. He said, well, I want you to know, before I give this to you, the Lord did speak to me. He said, now, I ain't listened to much he's ever said. He said, I'm an alcoholic. My kids are all strung out on drugs. He said, but I brought this to you. The Lord told me to bring it to you. And I thanked him. And that evening in prayer, the Lord said, I want you to learn this lesson. If the doves are too good to help you, I'll send some dirty birds around to take care of you. Hallelujah. Amen. I had a different view of the crow after that. Did you see that? 
they got that last donut and they knew I wanted it. Well, pray for them. Maybe they'll take a bite off and give the rest of it to you. Well, I'm not going to eat it. Well, do without then. Hallelujah. Praise God. We got to get our attitude right. We, when we get our attitude right, we'll get our spirit right. When we get our spirit right, get lined up, glory and power is coming down. And it's going to flow through. And it's going to strengthen and bless and touch. Don't let the enemy distract you. Have a daily walk with God. I, I don't mean to be controversial, but you need to talk to God every morning when you get up. If you get up at 5 a.m., fine. Or if you get up at 11.30 a.m., fine. When, whenever it is you get up. Or if you sleep at 4 in the afternoon and get up, help you, Jesus. Anyhow, amen. The principle. Now, we need to pray always that you need to, yeah, you've got to be intentional about this. You've got to set some time that this is I'm going to spend in the presence of God. And you got to listen to the, you got to turn the cell phone off. You got to take the house on if you still got one off the line. Only people call us on it. Somebody wanting to sell something or steal something from us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I had a saint call me on that number in years. I'm wondering myself why in the world we're keeping it. But anyhow, you got to set some time for God. Come on. All right. Jacob saw a ladder, a ladder going up into heaven and coming down to earth. And guess what? He saw angels coming down and angels going up. You know what I believe that was? They were coming down with the orders. Here you go, Jacob. Here's your orders today. Here's what God has planned to do in your life. If you don't let your stinking attitude get in the way, if you don't get bullheaded, and if you don't stay as stubborn as you have been and try to maneuver and beat everybody out of everything, when are you going to realize, Jacob, I'm God. I want to help you. That was in another time zone. That's right. I didn't just happen to go by and see her. I was very intentional about it. I had a dollar and a half in my pocket. And in those days, we could go to Burger King and get a Whopper for 48 cents. And I'd eat half of hers and she'd eat the other half, and then I'd get another one for me. Amen. Those days are long gone. But anyhow, I was intentional, amen, about seeing her. Anything that's of any importance in your life, uh, you are intentional about it. Come on now, we gotta be intentional. I'm not gonna let this get in my way. I'm not gonna let this crowd me out. I'm gonna sit before the Lord. Somebody said, well, how do, how do I get one? Well, I don't know, sit down, pray, get on your face, lay flat, stand up, walk. I've learned as I got older, I need to watch and pray, walk around. If not, I'll doze off. I can hold a cup of coffee in my hand and sleep and not spill a bit of it on me. And when I wake up, I go, mm, yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus. I'm just saying, whatever works for you, I have learned in this new year, it started in January, 
the Lord said, I want you just to sit and wait on me. And uh, I want you to fellowship with me. And then I, want, I don't want to hear no more from you. I just want you to be quiet and listen to what I have to say. It's amazing what the Lord will say to us if we'll just be listening now. He said, you're, you're people. And you've even told me, you're not speaking anymore. He said, that's not true. I'm still talking. Everybody's got so much other noise going on, they can't hear me. When I do talk, I, or if they hear me, they don't think it's me. Well, you can't bless yourself. And the devil's not going to tell you, hey, call on the name of the Lord and you'll get delivered. He's going to tell you, you got to stay bound, 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 right? So you got you got to have some prayer time. Everybody say, you got to have some prayer time. And when you develop that prayer time, and you sit down, and you spend that time with the Lord, it's amazing what the Lord is saying. You'll start saying the right stuff. You'll start praying the right stuff. You'll start speaking the right stuff. Hallelujah. Amen. I've learned to have trust in God like I've never had before since January of this year. God said, I've got it under control. Trust me. Things are coming. You're going to face some things. But don't be shaken. And don't give in. And don't give up. Some of them need to. Amazes me how people try to hang on to things God keeps separating them from. Mm. Lord help me now. You gotta cover me in case somebody got a rock. <clears throat> well, let's let's talk about lessons from a prophet. Prophet ought to know what's going on, right? Amen. Prophet could give good instruction. Amen. So, we're going to read from James chapter 5. Amen. Verse 16. It says, Amen. Put it up here. Yeah, here we go. That's Isaiah 60. Go to James 5 and 16, please. Amen. That's another thing. When you pray, have the word with you. Come on. Now, I know we can get the word on our phone, the word on our iPad, and all of that. But when you pray, have the word. Confess. Watch this. Confess. That means tell the truth. You ever met anybody say, well, if I did do anything, you liar, you know good and well you did something. Huh? The Bible said confess your faults one to another. What? And pray one for another. We got to start doing that. Huh? Well, I want to skip that part. Don't work that way. There's no shortcuts to anointing. There's no shortcuts to the move of God. There's no shortcuts to an entrance to the throne room of heaven where God will dispatch angel armies to fight on your behalf. Amen. You got to stay the course and you got to stay in the process. Pray one for another that you may be healed. The Bible said God can heal everything wrong with us. Now, hello. 
I know we dance around that, but we got to believe God is the great healer. And I know, I know saints of God that aren't well yet, but that doesn't mean they're not going to be. Hello? That doesn't mean they're not going to be. Amen. We give up too easy, don't we? That you may be healed. He's talking about not only physical healing, but he's talking about emotional healing. He's talking about mental healing, spiritual healing. Amen. If you've got all to get somebody, you better get rid of it. You better put it on the altar. They're not worth it. Amen. You're going to mess up your today by thinking about your yesterday. Stress, emotional pain, and anguish. Huh? Amen. Now, here we go. You got to do those things. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man or a woman availeth much. Now, we can thank King James for that. His scholars put that word in there affectional, fervent prayer. Best I can figure out about King James, he was a heathen. <laughs> but God can use anybody. Come on, that's it. Let me help Come somebody on. in here tonight. Come on. Come on. You ready? Oh, but this happened. Let me just help you. Word of the Lord. Don't you think for a minute because you made a mistake that God has canceled his plans and the destiny that he has for you. If you believe that, you are being led by the deceptive, lying, deceiving spirit. It's not of God. Amen. God, listen to me. Amen. God says, I know the end I have for you. I know the plans I have for you. I'm trying to help somebody right now. You need to get off. Well, I can't do no more. Yes, you can. You can turn it Set on your hands. I don't want to admit it, but I can't help. None of us are perfect. We're all flawed. Say that with me. I, I am, am flawed. I heard three people say they are. No. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. I, I am, am flawed. flawed. I don't think right all the time. I don't speak right all the time. I become my own worst enemy. Hello. We need a mouth revival. Isaiah had a mouth revival. He said, here I am. God, I'll go. The Lord said to the angel, get that off that coal. That coal off the run and pop it right in the mouth with it. Hallelujah. Clean up his mouth. Clean up his mouth. Amen. We will crucify one another. 
Jesus amen for 45 minutes a week with the same tongue and James said these things ought not to be brethren amen I'm just here to tell you if we're going to shine in this hour if we're going to take territory if we're going to have revival we got to get our act together we got to believe the word of God amen hallelujah so let's learn some lessons from a prophet here the phrase effectual fervent has been well known expressed used in the relationship to prayer for centuries. It originated with King James Version of the Bible. The Greek word is, let's see if I can say, I can, I can talk Spanish, taco, hola. Amen. Brother Joe have to help me after that. But anyway, see if I can get it. Energigo. It's a word, uh, our English language, meaning energy. Generally speaking, listen to this. The fervent prayer means that it brings energy to a circuit. It conveys the idea of energizing the situation. We've been given power. Once we connect, we can pull power down. Hello, say amen. When applied to the passage of Scripture, it's just this kind of prayer. The Amplified Bible says it this way. You ready? Amen. Here's what fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. Here's what it means. It means that there's passionate prayer, heartfelt prayer, heated prayer. None of this here. Jesus, here's my list. Save all the sinners, except those I don't like. Help the saints, except those I don't agree with. I told my wife I wasn't going to meddle. And I hadn't started yet. But you're in trouble because she's not here to keep me straight. Maybe the Lord will. Huh? It energizes us. It is persistent. It doesn't give up. Amen. It illuminates earnestly, heartfelt, continued prayer of righteous men and women makes tremendous, listen to this, makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. It can cast out devils. It can calm the fevered brow. It can set a man or a woman free of drug addiction or satanic worship. It can deliver you from lust. It can deliver you from lying. It can deliver you from conniving, slip and slide, peak and hot, midnight rambling and gambling or just messing around on the corner. It can deliver you Somebody would just pray. I made sure I didn't have nothing in my pocket when I climbed under a table. 
That's the way so many of us have been about prayer. Amen. Hey, we need to get in line with God. Let the power flow. Uh, the Bible tells us that we can call down uh, authority. We can release power. We can speak the word. you got to learn how to pray the word and speak the word. Now, let's get some lessons from a prophet, okay? Elijah was just like we are. He wasn't perfect. He battled with fear. Hmm? Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Jezebel scared him, scared his teeth loose in him. Here's this man calling down fire from heaven. He said, whoopee, praise God. You work good today, Lord. And then he gets a telegram from Jezebel. said, I'm going to have your head by this time tomorrow. He goes into panic mode. Now, if she's really going to kill him, she wouldn't have sent him a letter telling him. I mean, what kind of do do does stuff like that? We ambush that bad boy. That's one thing I've never understood about our nation. We're the only nation on the planet that sends the enemy. We're coming in three days. You better get ready. I like the way Israel does it. Oh, something happened. What happened? Oh, that, that, that factory blew up. Somebody must have dropped a bottle somewhere or something. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil, listen to me. It doesn't matter what the devil's telling you. He's lying to you. He's the father of all lies. Amen. And he's lying to you. Amen. The devil can't kill you. If he could, we'd all done been dead. Amen. Like the fellow said, if he's going to kill me, he ought to have done it before I ever got to the altar. He ought to have done it before I got the Holy Ghost. He ought to have done it before I got baptized in Jesus' name. Because he doesn't know who he's messing with now. spiritual. You ever got spiritual and spoke something? And everybody said, ooh, that's good. And on the way home, he said, my God, what did I say? <laughs> we got to learn when it's flesh and when it's spirit. Hello. And I remind us, the Bible said the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but there's been times I was supposed to speak and I kept my mouth shut. And there's been other times I shouldn't have spoke, and I did speak. I got them all crossed up. Anybody else ever done that? No. Right? Thank you, brother. Thank you for helping me. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, here we go. Elijah was just like we are. He battled in his flesh, battled fears. He didn't know how things were going to end. We read in the book of uh, Kings there, 1 Kings. Woo, look at this man of God. Man, he prophesied, called fire down from hell, sent word to Ahab, ain't going to be no rain for three and a half years. And then he realized, wait a minute, I live on this planet. We don't preach about that. He had to go through the same thing they had to go through. Mm -hmm. So when you're praying, you might want to think about what you're praying on people. Come on now. Say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to believe the word of God. We got to know God's in control. The question is, are we praying or are we partying? Please don't be offended. I'm, I, I love the body of Christ. I think I'm part of it. Thank God. Hallelujah. Hope I am. Paid my dues and all that. Yeah, thank God. Hallelujah. 
I like being bishop. I told Pastor I like being bishop. Even though bishop means somebody that gives out advice that nobody listens to. But I still feel good about it. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we praying or are we partying? You and I, listen. I remember when the church used to have all-night prayer meetings and people prayed they didn't sleep. Uh, I remember my pastor, uh, me and some more uh, ministers said, look, we got time from 3 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock. Nobody has signed up for it. That's your time. So we had to pray during that time. I got a wonderful revelation. I had a tape recorder. And so I got down. I prayed my prayer. Said my alarm. And when the time come, I got up, went to the bathroom, set the tape layer down, turned it on, and I prayed away and went back to bed. While I was sleeping, the Lord came to talk to me. He said, what is wrong with you? I said, nothing. I think it's ingenious. I'm praying. That's me, Lord. He said, you're wiggling out of commitment. I didn't do that. I didn't throw the cross down and say, somebody else can have it. I'm walking away. Amen. I heard you when you prayed and asked me to touch your son. And I touched him and it got well. I didn't send you something on tape. Amen. You know, God was the first one that had wireless communications. He was talking to folks a long time before Bell and all of them came around. Verizon. Can you hear me now? All that stuff, okay? Amen. So he convicted me of that. So I turned the tape player off, and I got up, and guess what? When I began to pray during that time, God began to move and work and do things. I'm telling you, if we'll do, God will do. Hallelujah. He'll help us. Amen. Now, to get this, prayer, prayer will not do everything for us. Here's what prayer does. It equips us to do what's needing to be done. Okay, get that down. Prayer won't do everything for you. But it will equip us to do what's necessary to be done. Our world is in trouble. And they don't know it, but they're depending on the church. And so we can't be partying. We got to be praying. Hallelujah. I've been to places where they could shout 45 minutes over a song, and that's good. I like I like to shout. Praise God. I've been in places they'd be singing. They say, What song they say? I said, I don't have no idea. I ain't understood one word they said yet. But I'm just loving God anyhow. Hallelujah. Amen. But they can shout and worship 45 minutes and can't pray 10 minutes. I turn that around. We're dealing with more than a 10-minute devil. We're dealing with more than a 10-minute addiction. We're dealing more than a 10-minute demon power that wants to destroy your family, your children, your future, their future, and wants to rip out every bit of faith that's in your heart and life. You gotta pray. You gotta pray. And you gotta be intentional about it. You gotta mean it. You gotta mean it. Hallelujah. And then God will move and God will work. Hallelujah. Say amen. Amen. I mentioned a while ago and it went on so good we'll visit it again. Too many people worship God on Sunday and day idols all week long. To help you understand, let me tell you what an idol is. So said Mr. Webster. Now, I don't know if Brother Webster had the Holy Ghost or not. Our, our Brother Webster, the uh, Presper, he's got it. Amen. But now, the good brother that wrote the book with all the words in him, I don't know, but he did have an understanding. Idol, any person, place, 
or thing look to to meet your need. The Lord said to me, he said, my people worship my blessings on them more than they worship the blesser. They need me. They don't just need the blessing because the blessing will run out sooner or later. Amen. Hallelujah. We need the blesser, don't we? Praise God. So we got to get that right. We got to quit dating idols. Oh, my job, my job. Thank God for your job. But your job's what not what delivers you. Your job's not what keeps you sane. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, well, really? So your job gives you energy. Your job gives you health. Your job helps you have the understanding in your brain to work properly, to do what you're supposed to know. That's a gift from God. And we need to give God the praise and thank God for it. Hallelujah. So we got to get it right. We got to quit partying. And we gotta start praying. We gotta pray the walls down. We gotta take back enemy territory. We gotta go forward and pray. And what did the prophet say? Light's gonna shine. You know, when we get to shining like God wants us to, we're not gonna have to walk around. I'm one of them. Really? A skunk never has to wear a sign saying, You better watch out. I'll stink you up. If you don't know what it is when he gets to you, you won't never forget. Hello? So, we have to believe God. Elijah believed the word of God, didn't he? Amen. So we got to believe God. Don't be guilty of worshiping God on Sunday and then dating idols all week long. I've never known a woman that named her daughter Jezebel. Now, there's nothing wrong with that name. It's just what it's associated with. She was not evil because her name was Jezebel. She could have been Susie Berry, Susie May, May, June, July, and August. Whatever. But it was her attitude. She had an attitude that I will not compromise with anybody. It's my way or no way. People that have that kind of attitude live very miserable, empty lives. Amen. So let's go here. Praise God. So we got to believe God's word. We got to worship God. And we got to pray the word, right? What God has decreed. Did you know God has already spoken some things? That clock won't stop. I got to get through here. Hey, God has spoken some things that he's going to do. You know what he's doing? Hunting somebody to do it through. He wants us to be his mouthpiece. He wants us to be his hands, his feet. So God is trying to decree some things, and then he must have something to connect to to send it through. That's us, the church of the living God. Say amen. amen. we got to be the PowerPoint, our connection. In 1 Kings 17 and 1, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elijah declared, God's going to do this. Amen. And God honored his word and did it. Amen. Huh? Amen. Amen. So we got to declare what God's already said. Let the weak say I'm strong. Now, amen. Those that feel like you're last say, hey, I'm first. I'm in line. Amen. Praise God. I'm not down anymore. I'm not out anymore. Praise God. I'm not who I used to be. Did you know? Amen. Hey, I don't look like what I've been through. Anybody else been there? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You need to look at somebody and say, hey, look at me. I don't look like what I've been through. I've been through hell, smell like smoke, but 
I look at the record and declare, I'm alive. I'm not dead. I'm not washed up. I'm not washed out. I'm not washed away. I'm standing on the solid rock. Hallelujah. And I'm more victorious now than I've ever been in my life. Somebody else ought to get up and say it right now if you feel that way. I'm more victorious than I've ever been in my life. Give him I'll finish this up. We've got to pray expecting to receive. Who, what ladies that does your cooking would trick your family and say, come on to the table, I got the food ready. And they got there and there's nothing but empty plates. They're going to do one call, that's all. And then you're going to be history. Come on now. saying to God in our church for years she's gone on now she had this saying she had so many wives saying she said now pastor the Bible said if somebody slaps you turn the other cheek let them pop you again I said that's what it said she said but it don't say what you can do after that <laughs> lady told me one time we was doing a marriage conference she came up to me she said I believe everything you said preacher but I just want you to know I'm the neck that turns that head. Amen. Whatever works for you. We're talking about getting right with God. We're talking about walking in the power of the Holy Ghost, right? Hallelujah. God has decreed some things He wants us to get a hold of, and He wants us to believe it, and we want to declare it. Hallelujah. We must pray expecting to receive. I believe somebody here tonight can get delivered from your past, your hurt, your wounds that have inflicted you, held you back, tied you down, shut down your praise, shut down your worship, took away your prayer life. Amen. You do good to even say Jesus one time a day. I believe there's deliverance for you tonight. In the mighty name of the Lord. I believe if you're here and you've never received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I'm believing somebody can get out of here tonight saying, I spoke in tongues when the Holy Ghost came. Hallelujah. You ought to have been there when I got filled with the power and the spirit of the Lord. You gotta pray question. What are you expecting to happen the next few days? Amen. We receive what we believe. Next question. Do you believe what you see or do you believe what the Bible says? Come on. That's good. That's good. We got faith. We got faith in cars that break down. We got faith in things in the house that Work most of the time, and then they quit. Always in that opportune time. Hello. Too many people are walking by sight. 
Well, when I see it, I believe that's not the way it works. You've got to have faith before you see it. Amen. I've seen a lot of things, praise God, for it. Some of them, most of them I praised him for. Amen. But when it comes down to it, it's not what I see. It's what I believe. That's right. That's good. Satan came to Jesus and said, you know, if you who you say you are, that lying, conniving, lying devil, he knew he, he was who he said he was. That's right. That's right. He knew he was. But he was attacking his nature. Come on. You look good if you take some stones and turn them into bread. Come on now. Yeah. He, how did he battle him back? With the word. Word. You got to believe the word. Amen. You'll see a lot of things, but what do you believe? Praise God. Somebody said to me years ago, I don't believe you got to do that anymore to go to heaven. I said, that's between you and God. For me, I got to do it. If I don't do it, I'm wrong. And I got a little word for you, my friend. Since I've told you and explained it to you, and you said you understand it, you on the hook, Bubba. Amen. You got to do something. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody said it and I feel so you got to do something. It's time to do something. It's time to quit messing around the edges. Amen. It's time to step into the water. It's time to get to the altar. It's time to say, here I am, Lord. Amen. Deliver me from me. Deliver me from my warped up mind. Deliver me from my bad attitude. Deliver me from my nasty mouth. Amen. Sanctify me. Make me holy. Make me righteous. Cleanse me that I may be clean. Somebody shout amen. Next question, are we praying fervently? 1 Kings 18, verse 21 through 41, I won't take time to read it, but it said that Elijah went to the mountain with his servant and he got down to pray. A lot of times you're going to pray and nothing will be happening. But you've got to pray on anyhow. Watch this. He said to his servant, he said, I want you to go look toward the sky. Come back and tell me what you see. We know the story. We heard it in Sunday school. We preached about it, sang about it, and everything else. Amen. And he come back and he said, what you see? He said, nothing. There's going to be some nothing times before deliverance comes. There's going to be some nothing days before the glory of God comes down. Amen. Before you're going to have angel army folks walking all around you, clearing the way, there's going to be some nothing days. In those nothing days, God's going to see what your desire and my desire is. Do you still love me? Do you still trust me? Hallelujah. Somebody help me here. Amen. you got to keep on praying. I want to bring a couple of things out here. Keep praying fervently. Fervently means you got to pray passionately. Hmm? No lady in our church, she was with my husband, bless her heart. She got up some of her dad's pants and shoes and shirt, laid them on the sofa in the living room, got down and began to pray and cry, Lord, I provided the pants, the shirt, and the shoes. Now, speak a man into them. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you, she finally got one. She's been to me about 10 times. What can I do with him? I said, that's your baby. Amen. Hallelujah. You prayed him in. That's your dad. Going on, going on, going on. You got to be persistent. You got to be faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. And you got to get in the right position. Notice how Elijah was. He was bent down, his face in his hands. I read about that, and it said that that's the way. And I'm not trying to get gross or anything like that, but it said that's the way women had to get that were about to give birth 
to a baby. Because they didn't have all that stuff we got today. Here, take a pill on my mouth, boom, baby. <laughs> we want the easy way. Don't draw back on me. You know I'm telling the truth. Come on. Huh? Come on. We'll haul out a microwave. Hurry up! That's it. Amen. Our instant coffee isn't even quick enough. But anyhow. Question. As you are interceding, what position are you in? When you get down, the Lord will say, get down. Well, I'm down, Lord. No, you're not down enough yet. But what do you mean, Lord? Give me your attitude. What else, Lord? Give me your messed up mindset. You let stuff bother you that shouldn't even cause you to raise an eyebrow. Okay, Lord, here it is. What else you want? Amen. Give me that stuff floating around in your heart that you don't even know is there. But I've done spotted it. Let my power come in there and deliver you. Paul said, ripping out every root of bitterness that's in us. Amen. What kind of stuff you got growing in your spirit? What kind of stuff do we have growing in our mind and our heart? Hallelujah. I preached in a church one time. Everybody on this side was praying for revival. Saying, Lord, send all them people away. And those people over there saying, Lord, send us revival. Send them people away. I told him, I said, I got the answer split. Go that way. You stay here. That's what they were wanting anyway. That's not what God's interested in. Elijah prayed five times, six times. Same story. Are you in a waiting room for a miracle tonight? Sometimes it's a waiting process. Doesn't mean God's not going to answer. He's just getting everything in place. Because when he answers, he's not only wanting to bless you, he's wanting to bless everything connected to you. What? You mean my in-laws, your in-laws, your outlaws? Come on. Your little babies? Your big babies? Your watermelon heads? Your brain mush folks? Come on. God wants to bless it all, doesn't he? But then he said to, the, said to his servant, go one more time. He went seven times. Why? Seven is the number of completion in God's arithmetic. Now, I don't understand this new arithmetic. I got a calculator, and when you add one-third and one-third and one-third, you get a hole. Somebody told me one time, oh, we're in trouble. I said, why are we in trouble? One-third of the angels went with the devil. I said, well, that's no problem. So what do you mean? I said, if my calculator serves me right, two-thirds is twice as much as one-third. The devil can't even defeat us with one-third of the demon devils he's got. Amen. Because we got a warring angel army that'll go before us. God said, I'm going to send them before you. I'm going to clear the way. And you walk in it. The seventh time. Watch this. Seventh time he came back. He said, well, I saw a little cloud. look like a hand. Amen. What do you see when you pray? If you want your loved ones born again, you got to see them rejoicing. Amen. In your mind's eye. If you want them delivered, you got to see them saying, that blood ain't for me. Uh, amen. That joint's not for me. Uh, that fix isn't for me. Uh, amen. Don't blink your eyes at me, baby. I'm taken. Uh, go on down the road. Uh, hallelujah. I'm just messing right now. But anyhow, amen. we got to hold on, don't we? Praise God. I said we got to hold on. Uh, 
jumped up and he said, that's all I needed to know. I want you to go and tell Ahab, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. You're going to check out your weather, false weather, your weather, amen, your arthritis, your rheumatism, and your constipation, I mean something else. But anyway, uh, you're going to check everything and then decide. God said, it's time to rejoice. It's time to praise me. I'm about to shake the heavens. I'm about to shake the earth. You gotta see it before it happens. And then you gotta rejoice over it. Mm. You gotta rejoice over it. Hello. You can't be, well, I don't want to share it with nobody. Well, you gotta rejoice over it. Let me read this to you Isaiah 40. And then we're gonna pray. I feel anointing here. Isaiah 40, verse 28, 29 through verse 31. Hast thou not known? Everybody say, I didn't know. Now you do, I'm telling you. <laughs> Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not. He don't get tired. He doesn't get weary. Neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Did you know God would rather forgive us than judge us? Now some of us rather judge than forgive. But God would rather forgive us than judge us. Thank God for that. He give a power, here we are, to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth their strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fail. They'll pass out. I know something like that. Verse 31. But they that wait, that word wait doesn't mean sit down and do nothing. It means sit down and the psalmist said dwell. For he that dwelleth in the presence of the Almighty shall be covered under his pavilion and his wings shall cover him. Dwelling means this is where I'm waiting. I'm sitting and I'm waiting. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to what else he said. Wait upon the Lord shall walk. Shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That is the promise of God. This is no time to be given out just before we go home to glory. When we go, we want to take some folks with us. Let me just help us. The only thing that's transferable to heaven is souls. You can't send land. You can't send money. You can't send possessions. Say amen. I read a story about somebody that died on a bunch of stuff and they had them dig a big old hole and they buried their car in the ground with them and everything. And after it was over, some of the kids went and rented a backhoe, dug the car up and left Papa right there. Amen. Had the car cleaned off and drove that bad boy. Amen. Only thing you can transfer from here to heaven is your soul. And that's the part of God in you that God said, I'm going to be in you a well of living water. I want to connect with you. I want to flush you out. I want to raise you up. I want to bless you with anointing and power. Somebody say amen. Now let me give you this prophetic word. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's going to do something. Here's what the Lord spoke. He said, share it with my people wherever you go. Concentrate 
on the present moment. Here. I'm here right now. God's here right now. Holy Ghost is here. I feel him. Say amen. amen. God said, tell my people to concentrate on the present moment. The now. Because this is where we are meant to live. You can't live in yesterday. And you can't live in tomorrow because it ain't got here. The only 24-hour span of life we got is right now. Now. Hello. Here's what else he said. We can live nowhere else but now. The past is behind us. And the future is ahead of us. We can remember how God helped us in the past. And believe that he will continue to help us in the future. But it is in the present now that he waits for us. Hmm? You want something from God? In a good place to get it. Now. We got now. We got now. You won't find now on a road map. You can't Google now. Where's the city of now? Google said, Google don't have the Holy Ghost. Y'all know that, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to learn to dwell in His presence right now. Praise Him right now. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is where I want to meet you at. It's right now. Amen. He waits on us. Today, lay aside everything that is pulling at your attention prophetic word everything that is trying to push you back into the past or push you ahead into the future meet with me says the Lord today I'm waiting for you in a place called now it's prophetic He spoke that to I began to weep. God, forgive me. Trying to bounce ahead. Want to do this. Got to do that. Do this. We don't have to do well, We don't have to do nothing but just sit down in his presence. In a song I love to play it while I'm praying. It says, when I'm burdened and feeling so low, I just wait for him to come and sit beside me. But God's so great, he can't just sit by me. He gets on. His glory gets a hold of my mind. Whew. Hallelujah. I said to him one time, I said, Lord, aren't you glad you got me? He said, no. I said, you got something when you got me, Lord. He said, no, I didn't. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'm everything and you're nothing. Now, if you never understand that, I might do something with you. I was preaching to you through God. I said, Lord, I'm just a two before preacher. He said, no, you're not. You're one but nothing. I'm the one and you're the nothing. And you keep being nothing and I'll keep being one. And I'll give signs, miracles, and wonders and deliverance. Amen. Listen to me, folks. It's time to pray now. Listen now. Amen. There are not enough devils in hell nor out of hell to defeat you and I if we believe the word of God. It will take what Isaiah prophesied, Isaiah 60. His glory is going to get on us. When you walk in a place, people are going to know you're different. Not because you told them you were. 
because they sense something that they've never felt before. And you go walk in some places, they felt it before and they ran from it. But they're going to feel it again. I don't know about you, but I want to sit in His presence. Hallelujah. I feel His anointing here. I believe there is deliverance. Pastor, I'm going to speak these words and and you come and do clean up the mess, do whatever you want to do with it. Amen. I believe there are people here tonight that we can be delivered from whatever's bothering us. It may be something that has plagued us for years, years, and years. But it can end tonight. If you're guilt-ridden, that's not the will of God. Not the will of God for you to be guilty, feel bad. Well, I'm just no good. Well, we aren't, but God still loves us. Well, I'm coming Sunday. What if Sunday doesn't get here? We got now. We got now. On your spiritual compass, you need to mark a little place now. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. I give all myself to you. Here I am. We're going to witness the greatest revival our generation has ever witnessed. I believe that. Young people. Amen. Living for God, serving God. I'm here to tell you, not every young person's a drug addict. Some of them want to live for God. And they are living for God. Come on, say amen. Praise God. Amen. Anybody else feel the Holy Ghost here? No, I feel it right now. I feel it right now. I feel it right now. Amen. Stand with me. Lift your hands. And then we're going to pray and pastor's coming. My goodness, Lord Jesus, help us. Help me, Lord. Lord God of heaven, we love you. We feel your presence here. Lord, I want you to bless your people tonight. And I know they're the apple of your eye. I know you love us with an everlasting life. You never failed us, Lord, never. You've been faithful. There's been times we didn't pray and wouldn't pray. And still you showed up to help us. You're so faithful. Help us, Master to fall in love with you all over again. Prepare us for the end time. For the word of the Lord would speak to his people and say, not only am I raising up an army of intercessors, I'm raising up an army of generals that will have authority and power and anointing like Joshua and like Esther that will declare and decree the word of God. They may be people you don't know, and you've never heard of. But I'm telling you, Seth, the Lord, I will shake this earth. I will have a harvest. The door is open and no power in hell can stop it. A, little, a church that will not pray will not stop it. I'll pick up somebody else. I'll call somebody else. But if you'll hear my voice tonight, I will promote you to a general in the army of intercession and in the army of going forward and taking back what the enemy has stole from your family, your children, your loved ones, your career, your hopes, your dreams, and all that I, the Lord, have planned for you. It's not over. Call on me, and I will show up. Reach out to me, and I will answer, said the Lord. I will raise you up and bless you like you've never been blessed before. If you will only love me with all of your heart. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help us, God. Help us. Help us, Lord. 
Lord, help us. Help us. I know there may be some here, Lord, that don't understand all that's happening. But we're having a direct meeting with you right now. I need a renewal. I need cleansing. David cried, cleanse me, Lord. Wash me that I may be clean. The enemy wants to kill me, but you want me to live. You want me to walk in power and authority. I release the gift of faith into the lives of people tonight. I pray for the gift of wisdom that we'll all have it, as Paul said, we need it in these last hours. I pray for the gift of miracles. I can't get an amen out of nobody. Pray for the gift of miracles. Not that I would be glorified. Not that they would be glorified. But that you, Lord, would be glorified. We've seen you do it in the past. But that's not sufficient for the day. It's a new day, said the prophet. It's your day, God. It's a day of rejoicing. It's a day of victory. Let me hear the word of the Lord tonight. And let me respond, mighty God. Anybody want to join me at this altar and say, Lord, here I am. Just do whatever you want to do with me. Amen. Clean me up. Lay me down. Knock me down. Pick me up. Set me right. Get me straight, Lord. Amen. I'm tired of being messed up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's come on. Gather around here. Pastor's coming, but I feel such an anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want you to talk to the Lord. Somebody said, I'm not talking like you talk to me or anybody else. He's not going to judge you. He's here to bless you. He's here to help you. He's here to strengthen you. Pastor's coming. But I'm telling you, there's an anointing in this house. We can walk out of here renewed in the spirit. We can walk out of here with a mantle on us to do the will of God like never before. Hallelujah. Lift your hands with me right now. We declare and we decree and we release the Holy Ghost on hungry hearts tonight. We declare and release a renewal of your spirit in our hearts and in our minds in Jesus' name. Come on, let's praise Him. Come on, cry out to Him. Cry out to Him. Cry out to Him. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Let's lift our hands right now. The Lord's not calling on yesterday or tomorrow, but right now. There's an anointing that this prophet spoke to us and it's coming right now. Would you make your way to the altar if you're not already? The Holy Ghost is about to move in a very deep way. God has been God has been moving in our hearts. He has been breaking up fallow ground. He has been speaking into people's spirits. Would you come? Would you make your way to make a place of right now prayer? I said, would you make a way to make a place of right now prayer? The Holy Ghost has already spoken through His priest's word. God has already ministered in each and every heart. Would you make your way right now to a right now place? Oh, God is moving right now in your spirit. His voice is yearning. His voice is speaking.
not to receive, but we give because it is the right thing to do that's mandated. But we do receive in kind. But we receive oh so much more because even if we get double, it's not worth our life. But what we get is we get the blessings from each local assembly where we give to be able to hear the word of God and be able to do and execute things such as this conference that we're um, executing this weekend. Well, praise the Lord, River Holland. Thank you for a good word, sir. Say, what do y'all know? Look at Pastor. Pastor prepares. He he prefaced this like it was the it's the book that Reverend Holland um, had scribed for the Lord. But Pastor prefaced it on Saturday on Sunday when he talked about the tongue. The some of, the same exact scriptures and some of the same exact statements preparing us. Because we have to be prepared and our tongue has to be bridled for prayer. Well, praise the Lord, saints. Well, tomorrow evening, we will all be right back here at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Hallelujah. All right. Now, please do remember, we will be doing prayer before that, prior to that, about sometimes 30 minutes, 15 minutes. So definitely come in for prayer so we may prepare this territory. We may prepare ourselves, shake off some of the stuff from the world, you know, shake the dust off our feet as we walk in the door. You know, many of us will be coming from work and things such as that, but definitely come in here tomorrow ready. Please spread the word, because tomorrow we will have um, Sister Reverend Dr. Bonnie Marshall, who will be speaking tomorrow. And, um, and we're going to be getting a good word. Um, I do want to leave this um, as we stand and prepare. Sister Duvall, where's Sister Duvall? She's out there already because I was going to see if she had anything closing out that she wanted to. I just want to let all of our ministers, all of our lead ministers sitting over here. Um, um, they do, the Consumer Fire Prayer Ministry does have a meal for you. So you can um, sit just before you get back on the road to go back home. Some of y'all are driving. I know um, Reverend Golson, she's uh, my prayer um, lead for uh, the state of Georgia. All right, hallelujah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we clap for that. Yeah, we have to have prayer leads everywhere we go. But um, we definitely know that she's traveling a long way, and everybody else who's come, I'm not sure how far, every, where everybody came from, or even those who are just around the corner, but we want to make sure that we feed our ministers before they hop back on the road so they don't have to stop. So we have a place prepared for you in the back. Um, for everybody else, we pray that uh, you would all have a great evening, and we'll see you all tomorrow evening. And don't forget to mark your calendars Saturday morning, where we'll be doing prayer at 9 a.m., not our usual 8 a.m., but Saturday will be at 9 a.m. And then we will have our service at 10 a.m. So we have Reverend uh, Dr. Marshall tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. We have our Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And then we're going to have our Sunday morning. And I'm not sure for which service. The 11 o'clock uh, service. So at 11 o'clock a.m. I'm getting much better with this. I ain't use military time. But... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Christian. <laughs> but um, let us.
let us go before the Lord in prayer for this offering and for a great word that we got for our rest this evening and for those that have traveled and those that are returning and travel. Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, we are thankful, Lord. You have brought a powerful word, a mighty word, Lord Jesus, that was prefaced already this week, Lord. We know, Lord, that in order for us to be in a place with you, we have to bridle our tongue, Lord. We have to give it to you, Lord. And that's why you selected that, Lord, to be the sign, Lord, the mark, Lord, for your people. We pray, Lord, this evening that as we go on our way, Lord Jesus, that you have blessed those, Lord, that have driven so far, Lord, from the Atlanta area, Lord, from the Clearville area, Lord, and areas all around Georgia and the rest of the U.S., Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you'll watch over them, Lord, before, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, they head on out. We pray, Lord, this evening for the meal that we're about to partake in, Lord, for those ministers that will be traveling. And we pray, Lord, for this offer, Lord, as we give back, Lord, into the kingdom. We thank you, we praise you, and we plead your blood in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Pastor, I got everything. We good to go? All right. Yes, please, I do want to remember this. We have Sister Crystal, the other Sister Crystal. <laughs> but she also works prison ministry so she's for our district for the state of Georgia and she works with our sister Crystal so I'm um, a great ministry for men and women alike Reverend Parks I know has worked in the prison ministry they have some books out there now Reverend Holland I bought some of his books last time he spoke at one of our um, um, events and, uh, and man, I tell you, you do not want to miss. He has some uh, books I haven't seen before out there. But make sure you go by there and peruse through there. Pick up, pick up a book or two, some bookmarks and other things, and some other information that Sister Crystal has out there, all right? All right, well, God bless. Go with God, shake hands, bump elbows with somebody. Hallelujah. <laughs> 